You're listening to Radio Influence. Welcome, 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 welcome back to Life in the Fast Lane, hosted by me, your boy, Mr. Black Moses. How is everybody dealing with this crazy ass self-quarantining stuff that we're all dealing with? Are you going crazy yet? Have you lost your mind? I hope not, because your boy, Mr. Black Moses, is still doing grand. Your boy is still doing grand, and I hope you're doing grand as well. Listen, man, listen. I, you know, I just, I want to just wish everybody wealth and health during these turbulent times. I want to, uh, all my fellow riders across the globe, across the world, my intergalactic riding community. That's right. Your boy said intergalactic. Um, I want to wish everybody wellness and positivity and positive thoughts. These are crazy times that we're going through. Honestly, some of the craziest times that I've seen in my lifetime, in my 45 years on this planet. Um, This is some really crazy stuff. But, you know, the shout out to the Motorcycle Safety Foundation and shout out to the AIM Expo. They began this really, what I think is a really cool hashtag that's floating around on social media. And it's, you know, it's hashtag ride it out, you know, hashtag ride it out. Um, And I I think that kind of sums everything up. Uh, as riders, as enthusiasts that we're dealing with right now, you know, to, to make sure that we're here for one each, here for one one another, um, and, and and just being positive and and keeping things keeping it cool, you know. So on <clears throat> a couple of my social media posts uh, at you know Mr. Black Moses, make sure you're following me, Mr. Black Moses. That's right. Um, if, <laughs> just in case you're not, but I've been you know saying. Just to, you know, just be cool, remain calm, wash your hands, you know, uh, keep your distance, stop bitching, more riding. Actually, I think to quote myself, I said less bitching, more riding and then ride some more. So let's um, let's just all be cool about this. Do what we're supposed to do. Uh, I, I see a lot of people with, with finding extra time on their hands uh, do as a result of this work from home, stay at home, self quarantining type thing that's that's been activated in, in many states. Um, some of them government mandated, some of them just self imposed. Just people trying to do their parts. Um, and I'm and I'm going to say this as a rider, your boy Mister Black Moses. I have always preferred the company of me, the bike, and the road. Uh, even though I've engaged and and have participated in and have orchestrated, produced, directed, and put together uh, the largest street ride in Philadelphia history. Um, you know, I, I I much prefer the just that getting my soul right by going for a ride. So before, you know, social distancing was a hashtag, I was doing that just by my natural existence and I as a rider and I feel like a lot of us as riders, we this is something this is in a way our world. This is in a way, you know, we prefer the company of a lot for a lot of us this is how we get our souls right, how we reharmonize with the universe. Um, sort out our problems, think about things. Um, you know, it's therapy for many of us. So I, I think that 
this is going to pass as long as we all do what we're supposed to do, uh, when we're supposed to do it and how we're supposed to do it. And um, if you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing, I'm going to personally ask a solid from you. I want to ask for a solid from you. Please get it together. Um, Follow the CDC. I don't care what your political affiliation is. I don't care. I don't care because the the virus doesn't care. Um, But if the CDC is making recommendations, I'm more apt to follow what they recommend over anybody else, regardless of what podium they're standing in or what color house they live in. You dig? So, um, you know, just do what you're supposed to be doing so we can all get back to the get back. Right now, okay, remember (laughs) at the beginning of the year, I said that 2020 was about moving the needle. And I'm not saying that 2020 is no longer about moving the needle, but until further notice, let's just try to get back to the get back. Let's get back to Moto GP. Let's get back to World Superbike. Let's get back to Moto America. Let's get back to the get back. You dig? Welcome to Life in the Fast Lane, y'all. Let's ride. My guest this week is a writer, a journalist, and a model. Please welcome to Life in the Fast Lane, my friend, Sarah Merrill. Sarah, how are you? I'm doing well, hanging in there through this craziness. It is craziness. It is craziness. Listen, man, listen. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say, I want to say thank you for, uh, you know, coming on the show this week. It, you know, uh, there's so much craziness in the world right now but i uh you know i i think yes. it's important to continue to have communication and conversations with fellow writers and enthusiasts to uh let let each other know that we're still here and we're still here for each other so uh definitely welcome to life in the fast lane hosted by me your boy mr black moses <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I'm I'm so excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Now, you and I, we don't really know each other. We know each other from social (laughs) media platforms. uh, And you've been featured in the magazine, my magazine, Sport Bikes Inc. Mag. Um, And then we met each other uh, face to face for the first time. You know what, though? We did. For the first time, that was in February in Kentucky. But I bet that there's been a race event, maybe a GP, (laughs) maybe a Moto America race where we were probably within the same vicinity, same grid or something that we just didn't (laughs) know each other enough to to say, hey, what's good? What's happening? You know what I mean? Probably. There's actually a a really good chance of that, especially with how ingrained you are in the industry. We probably almost crossed paths a couple of times. I bet money that we have crossed. We could (laughs) have been standing next to each other, okay? (laughs) Either in somebody's hospitality or at some event or after party. And I bet you, if we were to be diligent about it and we were to go through social media, I bet we would find a picture <laughs> either of me with you somewhere in the background or a picture of you with me somewhere in the background. But I digress. Probably, yeah. <laughs> I, I digress. I want to, um, I, I started off saying how we don't really know each other, know each other, but I know that you are a rider and that you are yeah. super crazy passionate about this bike life that we live. <laughs> so I want to get, I actually yeah. want to use this opportunity 
to get to know you a little bit better and have you tell tell me and, and the listeners of Life in the Fast Lane hosted by me, your boy, Mr. Black Moses, um, if you can enlighten <laughs> us on you and your background. So I want to start with where you, you're based out of Georgia, correct? Actually, very, very close. I do ride some of the roads in Georgia and love Road Atlanta as a track. I've got some great friends in Georgia. Technically, I'm actually in the North Carolina, Tennessee area. Really? Um, I say both because I I live in Tennessee in the Smoky Mountains, but then also have a place up by the Dragon on the North Carolina side. So definitely in that Smoky Mountain area. Love it there. Okay. And and is that where you were born and raised? Is that where you're from? I mean, I know you reside there now, but where are you from originally? So actually, we have something in common with that. I was actually born in Philadelphia. That's right. See, I knew that. I knew that. See? Yeah, so we've got that in common. Yes, yes. So you are... A, a lady born and born and bred in Philly, we'll say. When did you move out of Philly? When did your family move from Philly? Oh, so I, I was pretty young, so okay. I didn't get to spend a whole lot of time in the Philadelphia area. We moved to Asheville, North Carolina, and that's actually where I learned how to ride. I did my MSF course there. Great, great motorcycling roads in the Asheville area, Blue Ridge Parkway, and then moved to the Tennessee side of the Smokies in 2015. Okay. All right. 2015. Okay. Mm -hmm. I can dig that. I can dig that. Now, let's talk about your riding. Okay. Your first bike. Your first bike. Oh, my first bike. Oh, so that was a Suzuki DRZ Supermoto, which I still have. It needs some love and attention (laughs) since it is older. Very, very high in miles. I put a lot of mileage on that bike, but it still has a very special place in my heart, even though I've added some other bikes since then. Okay. All right. Let's let's just go through the stable. What what, what do you have? (laughs) What, what What do you have? So I have an R6, Yamaha R6. What year? And it's a 07. Okay. All right. Because the years matter. The R6 has gone through some changes. So the years matter. Okay. So you have an 07. Okay. I have an 07. And so that's the second gen R6. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's very high in mileage as well. But it's been a great bike. I use it on the road. I use it on the track. And hopefully it will become my race bike pretty soon. That's uh, that's my goal for that bike. It's got a bright future ahead for it. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then we've got a... Actually, it's a brand new bike to us. Uh, we got it earlier this year. It's a Kawasaki Z125. Okay. And so it's kind of like my little baby bike. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's small, but, you know, it's got it's got a lot of character. It's perfect for the twisty mountain roads up where I live. And I actually already registered for my first race on that bike. So That's I'll awesome. be racing it um, at Barber on the cart track. Hopefully, if all goes well, in June. Okay. So we'll see how all this plays out. Uh, okay. And then I've got a pit bike. It's a Honda CRF. It was originally 50 cc's, but it's been bored out to an 88. And that's my pit bike that I actually race. Nice. Now, wait, now, now, a couple of times you, you dropped uh, an us. We. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. So that would be um, that'd be my husband. And so technically, uh, Judd and I, um, we have uh, he, he's got a set of bikes as well. But some of the bikes we 
we share between us. So after I got my R6, we started sharing the DRZ Supermoto. And so I had to take all my girly stickers off of it, (laughs) (laughs) like my Hello Kitty sticker. And uh, we also, for now, are sharing the Z, but I have a feeling that he's going to need to get his own because we're going to be fighting over it. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Listen, listen. (laughs) Give your husband a shout out because I when I met you, I met him as well. And we, I feel like there was a little, not a bromance, but there was a little (laughs) bit of, there was some synergy right there. You know what I mean? I I feel like we connected really quick. Guy to guy, bro to bro type, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I thought so too. He's, uh, he's great. He got me into motorcycling a little over 10 years ago. And so he's the reason why I'm a motorcycle rider today. And he's, he's really helped me in the course of my riding. He's a better, faster rider. And so I've learned a lot from following him around. He's the uh, general manager for Deals Gap Motorcycle Resort. It's located on the Dragon. So he gets about 200, 250,000 motorcyclists coming through there each year from all over the world. So that's like it's, the, um, the nexus yeah. of the bike, <laughs> u- <laughs> of the bike yeah. universe. You know yeah. I mean? yeah. Yeah. He's, 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 he's all sorts of bikes. And the benefit for me is I get to hang out there and ride and meet a lot of different people. And sometimes they let me take their bike out for a spin listen, on the dragon. Listen, so. listen, man, <laughs> listen, man, your boy, Mr. Black Moses has a confession to make. Okay. Sure. I have never been to the dragon. Oh, you have to go. I know. You definitely have to go. I, see, I don't have a bucket list. I have, I did that shit list. And so <laughs> the dragon yeah. is on that list. And I, you know, that's, oh, that's, I, I, it's, I see pictures and I hear stories and I've written all over the world. I've written in Spain. I've written and wow. I've written on tracks and I, I've written, you know, is Laguna and, and, and my home track is New Jersey. And I, I ride, I long haul, I, you know, I back road, I, I canyon ride, but I have not done the dragon and I need to oh, get yeah. that. So I'm going to be hitting YouTube up. Letting you know when your boy, Mr. Yeah. Black Moses, I got to make sure I have my, look, if you come to Philly, you, well, you are, you already have a hood pass because you were born in Philly. But if your nice. husband comes to Philly, he's <laughs> double good with the hood pass. If I come to the dragon, I need a dragon pass. You dig? I need to make oh, sure that you guys sure. got me. Oh yeah. We'll give you the the whole tour Proper. and yeah, you can be our, our guest for the day. I love it. Do some riding, show you around. I yeah. love it. All right, we're going to make that happen. We're going to make that Let's happen. <laughs> now, um, I want to talk about your Instagram, your social sure. media, your feed. Now, if you look at it, obviously you're a rider, but you also yes. do other things. I know that you are a model. You're, you're, you, you are also, are you an athlete or you are, I know you're athletic, but you <laughs> seem to do, you're very, you're in the fitness and health. Uh, yeah. And you also, I don't want to use the word dabble because that could be derogatory, but you're <laughs> also, uh, you're, would you say a budding journalist or, or, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to say, yeah. uh, straighten me out, straighten your boy out. Tell oh, me what, sure. tell me what it is. Yeah. So it's, it's kind of funny. A lot of people, uh, they're like, I don't, I don't understand how you do so much. Uh, I kind of have my hands on a, on a lot of different things and I think it, it shows in my Instagram account, but, um, I guess I just get excited about different opportunities and kind of want to do everything. And so, uh, so yeah, I've been, uh, I, I did some modeling, um, ever for a long time. I've probably been doing modeling about 
20 years. And now I, I teach it for a talent agency and, and do a little bit of that, just kind of dabble in it. Now, um, I, I do some journalism as well. Uh, I started out doing journalism in the fashion industry, but then I've actually been trying, trying to transition that to motorsports. And so I've been, I write articles and submit them to magazines and, um, it was great to work with you on, with your magazine. That was awesome. We have to do do more of that. We have to do more of that. Yeah, for for sure. That was great. I'm a big fan of your magazine. Thank you. And big fan. Yeah. And, uh, I do, I have a blog, it's called sport bike, sweetheart. It's sportbikesweetheart.net. And so I write about all sorts of things, my riding adventures, different roads, different experiences. Some are more tips and just all, all different topics all across the board, all related to motorcycling and, and motorcycling really is my true passion. And so you can really see that in my Instagram, but, Absolutely. um, but yeah, but as a rider, I feel like fitness and health is, is really important because I've tried to do track days and races when I've been out of shape or haven't been eating right. And right. it's, it's a real uphill battle. You can't perform your best. And if you look at some of the best motorcyclists in the world, they're extremely physically fit. They, Absolutely. they work very hard on their fitness and very hard on their nutrition. And so, um, I actually did Yamaha champ school. Great school. Uh, Shout out to Nick, everybody yeah. over there, Chris, the whole squad over there, Yamaha, good people, their family, their family. There, yeah, and, and I know you've uh, worked with those guys and they have just great advice and um, and it's advice coming from the, the best motorcyclist. And, and so I learned from them, you know, at Champ School that it's important to follow the best practices of uh, the best riders. And so health and, and fitness is one of those. So that's kind of sprinkled into my Instagram as well. Awesome. Listen, 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 man. Let's keep it keep it 100 with your boy now. Let's talk about this modeling thing, you know, now there was, you know, there was a time when everybody, you know, all the male models were doing this blue steel thing. Now, if you look at, (laughs) if you look at your boy's Instagram, I never smile in photos, you know, and there's a, there's a deeper (laughs) meaning for that. But I, I don't, people are like, oh, you got your blue steel on. I call it black smoke. You dig? Black Moses, black smoke. (laughs) All right. So I'm just saying, I think I've got the chops. you know, for a pictorial and editorial or something. I got big show. I'm a big dude. I'm a big man, you know, but I feel as though, you know, the time for the big man to represent, I could do some runway. I could do, you know, I could do some uh, editorial. I'm just saying, if you know some people that know some people, okay, holla at your boy. Yeah. No. Oh yeah. You've, I'm looking at your Instagram account right now. (laughs) Yeah, actually you've got, you've got the posing down and that's one of the hardest parts. You know what the funny thing is? I, one of my, one of my dear friends, uh, that's my big bro. I I jokingly call him my life navigator. Tyson Beckford is that's shout out to my big bro, Ty. Ty and I have, you know, and I, Ty is, and I'm sure you're familiar with who he is. Are you? Oh yeah, definitely. Great model. Yeah. That's my bro. Um, hell of a rider, hell of a human being, just a, you know, a real solid, solid soul. But 
I have watched him. I would, you know, a couple times, you know, when he had to go do work, I would go on set with him and I would just watch him, how he did his thing and what have you. And then after you hang out with somebody for so long, you kind of pick up certain things. Um, yeah. and, and, I, and I think that that kind of, I emulate that. It kind of, you know, I exude, you know, supermodel attitude without being a supermodel. And I think that's half the battle. You know, I think if you can, if you can be that big dude or if you can know it, let's, let's translate that universally. Yeah. If you can be whatever person you are, but exude that confidence and exude that, that, that ability, that, that know-how and that just self-awareness, I think that's winning. Oh, I, I agree completely. I think confidence is, is the biggest part of it is just whether you're in front of uh, a camera or a video camera or even on the, even even on the uh, bike, even on the bike, even on the bike, mm-hmm. it all comes and together. Uh, oh, definitely. Definitely yeah. comes together. Um, so, so you're involved with so many things. Um, and you know what I like about you? I like, I like that you are giving yourself the opportunity to do as much as you want to do. I, I feel as though a lot of people and life is short. Life is really short. We're here for a good time, not necessarily a long time. So if you yeah. can, if you can do, you should do. And all the things that you're talking about and all the things that you are, uh, you know, displaying on your social media and in life in general, it's all positive. And I think that that's a great, great thing that you're doing. That's that's where that universal balance comes into play. You can do all these things because you're trying to do cool things and great things with positive vibes. So my hat's off to you. My helmet is off to you. Um, Thank you. Real rap, real rap. You know, I'm I'm trying to incorporate that word rad back into my vocab for 2020 as I move the needle. So uh, from one rad rad person to another rad person, rad recognizes rad. I see you. I see your radness. (sighs) That's awesome. Well, I, I really appreciate that. And I've, I've really enjoyed following your social media as well. And just Wait, sidebar, to that. sidebar. Yeah. I, I'm not a role model. If you follow me, on Instagram, <laughs> I might, you might, I might say some things from time to time. I might do some things from time to time. I'm entertaining, but I, I realize I'm not a role model, but I, you know, again, I digress. It's not about me. Go on. You were saying, Oh no, absolutely. Yeah. It's, uh, well, I really feel like it's, it's so important to, to spread positivity. And it's, um, and that's one of the things that I really love about the motorcycle industry, especially after coming from the fashion industry, that's just really, uh, really cutthroat and not, not a whole lot of positivity among that community and to be able to be part of the motorcycling community and industry. It's, it's so different, but different in a good way. People are so supportive of one another, willing to share tips, willing to help each other. And it's just so cool how I can be uh, out there on my bike and there's people willing to provide advice and tips and share ideas, people willing to let me ride their bikes mm. or, uh, or, or get me involved in, in different opportunities. And it's, um, it really is a very special community and, and I just, we're the cool kids. I, yeah. Yeah. We're, we're the, you cool know what kids I mean? We're, we're the cool like, kids. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We're cool kids. And we're like, we're like nice. <laughs> really. Like, you know what the, the cool nice thing is? Cool it's not, <laughs> it, it, it's, you know, you're absolutely right. Cause you look at other, 
uh, communities and, and other disciplines and other genres and other cultures and subcultures and, of pop, you know, like pop culture things. And yeah. you're right. It can be very cutthroat. It can be very negative. It can be very barbaric. But mm-hmm. not only, as you said, we're the nice, cool kids. You know, there's so many people that I feel want to be down with us. So many people want to be down doing the things that we do. And you know what, though? They can. They can. Yeah. And that's the beautiful thing about our community is that we're so welcoming. We're like, and you're good with us until you choose not to be good. <laughs> OK, everybody exactly. kind of comes in with a clean sleep. But that moment that you trip. You got to go. Um. <laughs> yes. Well, that is that is true. That yeah. is a, a good caveat to that. And and yeah, and, and it is. There's, um, you know, I think there's a lot of people out there who want to be motorcyclists, and, and and I think especially women, but it's hard for them to make that leap sometimes and what realize would you say, that what would you they say? can do this. What would you say uh, to a, a, a female so, that says, you know what, Sarah, I, I see your what you're doing on social media. I see what you're doing in real life. I see you at the track. Um, you're, you're a positive person. You're I'm going to use the word role model. You inspire me, but. You know, as a female, I don't think I have it in me to be a rider. What do you say to that young lady or old lady or lady in general? <laughs> okay. Sure. Well, yeah, any any age. Uh, well, I really feel like I can tell them, hey, I've I've personally been there before. And sometimes it's it's hard to it's hard to imagine that you can go from not being familiar with a motorcycle at all. And it can seem really overwhelming at first. And it can feel like I I can never do this to, to making that decision to just go after it. And it's, it's worth it. It really is worth it. And actually I recently had uh, a young woman reach out to me on Instagram and I was responding to her today because she was looking for some tips because she wanted to get into motorcycling and and my advice is yes, like, like do it. It's hard at first. You have to learn, but there's lots of classes and courses out there. There's the MSF course that you can take. There's lots of instruction at track days, learn from more experienced riders. And it's hard at first, like learning is hard and it's not easy. I spent a lot of time in a parking lot falling down on my bike before I got to the point where I was a, uh, a more competent rider. And so you just have to get past that hump of learning. And then once you, like we talked about confidence is so important. And once you finally gain that confidence, it just becomes the sport that's so rewarding and so fun, but it takes time to kind of get to that fun stage. That's well said. Well said. You got me. I'm look, you got me convinced. You got me convinced. (laughs) All right. Listen, listen. So I, um, you know, I don't want to hold you for too long. I don't want to hold you for too long. I know you are a very, very busy person. I'm good. Um, I do want to just, you know, touch on the topic of, you know, this social distancing, social distancing, social distancing. I think I got it right. Um, (laughs) when you say it it fast, you know, (laughs) Um, it's hard to say. Yeah. Now, as a writer, and I'll, I'll give you, you know, my take on it. My take on it is that as a writer, you know, it's one of, you know, I like, 
I can engage a large group of writers, you know, but honestly, I like the solitude. I like if it's just me and my bike, I like going out for a ride by myself to just to kind of reharmonize myself with the universe. That's just my thought process. So I've been doing this whole social distance thing for a minute and a half before it became a thing thing, before it became a hashtag. Um, yeah. Now, but I also feel as though a lot of riders right now for, you know, and I don't know what your personal thoughts are on the pandemic, but I, I believe that a lot of us are not necessarily taking, uh, taking it serious enough mm-hmm. to realize, yeah, we, we can get together for a ride, but still you should keep your distance. You know, you, you should, you, you got helmet on, gl- gloves on, jacket on, you, all your apparel. So physically you should not be touching <laughs> anything that anybody else is touching. But at the same yeah. time though, you know, you should still practice look give me my six feet give me my six feet i'm seeing a lot of posts with people off of work or working from home we'll say working from home that it's like there are a lot of posts of people getting together for rides and the pictures that i'm seeing Mm -hmm. on 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 social media is of them you know hugging giving dap and being close i'm just like what are you people doing but that's just (laughs) me though what do you think about that yeah, you know, we're we're in just such a crazy period of times that no one has experienced before. It's the kind of thing that we always just thought was in movies and apocalyptic. Like well, shit just got books. real. It, never... Shit just got real, okay? <laughs> it, 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 it's it, real. It it's not real a movie. Sarah, really Sarah is here. <laughs> it's happening now, okay? This is this it, is it, okay? <laughs> yeah, it's it's insane. And, you know, it's, um, it's hard because we're all, a lot of us are social creatures and, you know, even, even for me, I I'm kind of the same way. I have times when I really enjoy just going out and it just being me and the bike. But I also have those times that I just really crave being around people. And it's, uh, it is difficult. You know, my husband and I, we went for a ride last night. We did the dragon and some of the roads and we were like the only people out there. And it was kind of freaky because usually that road on a nice Wednesday evening is packed with people, but it was desolate. And, and that, and that was kind of, um, I kind of felt a little sad, but at the same time, it was good because, um, because we don't right now, we really don't need to have big crowds of people that are together. We need people to, to keep their distance and to, um, and to follow a lot of the CDC's guidelines and recommendations that we can knock this thing out, get back to our lives and get get back back to to our regularly scheduled programming, right? (laughs) Yeah. Get back to having, uh, you know, group rides with with friends and motorcycle events and, and GP motorcycle races, races and Moto America races <laughs> and okay, like yeah. let's just get back to let's get back to the get back. That's what we should right. do. Um, right. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm always, you know, I'm I'm always, you know, just trying to figure out how to be a better human and be, a, you know, I'm a student of life, and so I'm sitting there and I would I would look at these pictures and I'm like what like I just felt certain a certain type of way in my gut like this is as a writer I can acknowledge this clearly is not helping the situation but you know that those are just my thoughts well I'm, I I appreciate your thoughts Sarah listen listen man definitely listen man you've listened to the show before 
So I've just recently started listening to your podcast after I ran into you at the show in Kentucky. And so I'm really Better glad that ever. I learned about it. Yeah. Better I've been following, than, right. Yeah. I've been following your magazine and social media and now the podcast yes. and it's all just, um, it's great content. Definitely recommending it. We, and, and right now, with everyone's having to stay home and being cooped up and, um, and having to just distance themselves. These, the so downloads should be huge. The downloads exactly. on this episode should be massive. <laughs> yeah. okay? It gives, it gives people at home something to, to listen to. So it's, it's great. It's, it's, great. it's what I call moto edutainment. It'll make you laugh. It'll make you cry. Um, sometimes at the same damn time. So I, you know, if you've listened to the show, you know, I can't let my guests leave without participating in <laughs> the Super Bowl. And uh, are you nice. familiar with the Super Bowl? Uh, I'm excited to learn more about it. Okay, good answer. I like how you do. That's like, I don't, but you're going to tell me anyway. Listen, okay. So, so the Super Bowl, it's more of a rapid response. I'm going to ask you three questions and you just give me, you know, your honest truth, your rapid, honest truth. Okay, right. are, you, are you ready for the Super Bowl? <laughs> uh, I'm ready. Okay, question number one. Tupac or Biggie? Oh, Biggie. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, I have to say that because when I was in high school, uh, I remember, or yeah, I think it was high school, used to crank that up in the car. Good wow. memories. Wow. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, good answer, good answer, good answer. Moving on. Question number two. Water or water? Oh, so now I'm going to say water. But when I lived in Philadelphia, it was water. See, (laughs) see, that's that's a Philly thing. That's a Philly thing. Water, you know, get your water ice on at the Wawa, you know? so Yeah, yeah. I had to learn. Yeah, I got made fun of so bad when I moved to the South. I had to get rid of that accent quick. Oh, that's funny. (laughs) That's funny. Okay. All right. Final answer. Super Bowl question with my good friend Sarah on Life in the Fast Lane, hosted by me, your boy, Mr. Black Moses. Are you ready for the final answer? Oh, I'm ready. I'm sorry. Final question. Okay. Here it is. If you could take a ride with anybody living, no longer with us, biblical, mythological, fictional, non-fictional, who would you take a ride with? Where would you ride? And what would you be riding Oh, <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. So since you want a quick response, I, I'm sure I have like multiple long list of, of people I'd want to ride with and where. But um, but the first thing that popped into my head. So I'll stay true to the rules here mm-hmm. uh, was Norman Reedus okay. and the dragon. Okay. And, <laughs> and, and the reason for that is uh, so with the pit bike racing that I do, I got to do an episode of ride with Norman Reedus. Shut he's, up. Really? He's, yeah. And okay. he's, he's best known for the walking dead. Yeah. Uh, and, and Boondock Saints. Oh, Boondock Saints. Um, right. And he was also in blade two. Mm-hmm. That's right. Most yeah. People, he played Scud. Scud in blade two. Yes. Great guy. And, and I felt bad for him because, you know, he's, he's filming the show and everything. And of course his, his focus is on that. Um, but in, he was having to kind of, ride from, from one spot to another and be filmed. And, um, and it just seems like he would, he would have really enjoyed getting to do like a true local 
experience, like on the dragon, you know, not, you know, filming from one little spot to another and production crews and cameras and all that, but to have like the true dragon experience. And so it it would, and he's such a cool guy. It was really fun getting to meet him and work with him. And so, um, so yeah, I think like a local dragon experience with, uh, with Norman Reedus, uh, would be pretty cool. Great answer. Great answer. Well done, Sarah. Well done. <laughs> well, thanks. So I passed. Yeah. Well, it's not a fail or pass situation. It's either you're going to have a good answer or you're going to have a bad answer. It's really no in between, but you had really great answers. So thank you. Before I let you go, is there anyone that you want to give a shout out to, say hello to? Is there anybody that you, and I definitely want to make sure that you give out your social media platforms so we can follow you, continue to follow you and support you and what's coming down the line for you. Oh, well, thanks. I, I really appreciate it. That's, that's awesome. I'd, I'd love to connect with, with more riders. And, you know, I, I uh, definitely give a shout out to my husband, Judd, you know, since Judd, what up, a, playboy? yeah, he's been such an integral force, but, you know, I also just want to give a shout out there to, to all the motorcyclists, you know, I'm, I'm really missing riding with my friends right now. Um, Anna Rigby, Red Spade. She's one of my, she's one of my girls. She's family. And I, she's a homie. Yeah, she's awesome. Can't wait to get to ride with with her again and and all the all the girls I enjoy riding with. And, you know, hopefully, fingers crossed, our women's track day at Little Talladega won't get canceled. And hopefully we'll still have women's sport bike rally and all those great motorcycle events. And so really just want to give a shout out to all the motorcyclists out there. We're, we're all, you know, experiencing this kind of difficult time in in history, but we're in it together. We'll get through it and just got to take it one day at a time and we'll all be back together on our bikes. I love it. What are your social media platforms? So on Instagram, it's uh, Sarah, S-A-R-A-H, two underscores and Merrill M E R R E L L. And you can also look me up on Facebook as Sarah Merrill. And my website is sportbikesweetheart.net. And you can also connect with my social profiles from there, um, or check out my blog. And then of course on YouTube, um, I'm on YouTube as well. Uh, YouTube, I will say it's, it's, pretty new for me. And so ditto, I'm, ditto. I'm the same boat, same boat. <laughs> so I hope everyone bears with me while I get as up to speed on YouTube as I am on Instagram. It's a lot to figure out. It's a lot to figure out. I, look, I, look, I just got a TikTok. I have no idea what I'm doing with a TikTok. <laughs> uh, look, I don't know. If oh, I'm, I don't even know if I'm supposed to look. If, if, I don't know if I'm authorized or if I have the credentials to be on TikTok, but I got <laughs> one. Damn it. I got a TikTok. Oh, I need to follow you on TikTok for sure. <laughs> Yes, yes, I'm please. To Help out me get my too. followers up. You know, I'll follow black. I mean, if I said follow black, yes, I will follow <laughs> black, okay? I will follow you I back. Oh, black smoke. I'll, black smoke, I, you dig? I, I bet you've got good TikTok videos. Ah, well, you can follow and like them and you'll let me know. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> listen, man, it's, this has been a really, really fun conversation and I really appreciate you coming on. And, uh, you know, look, if you know if this stuff clears up if everybody starts doing what we're supposed to be doing and this stuff clears up you know hopefully i will be able to catch up again at a race before the year is out and it would be awesome to see you again that would be great I'd, i'd love that thank you so much for having me on thank you you take care be safe okay all right thanks you too well that's our show for this week listen man please follow the show on instagram at life in the fast lane official on Twitter at L-I-T-F-L official 
and on Facebook at Life in the Fast Lane Podcast. Please hit that like, hit that subscribe, drop a review, drop a comment, hit that share button. Black Moses appreciates you. We'll be right back here next Friday with an all new episode of Life in the Fast Lane hosted by me, your boy, Mr. Black Moses. I'm gone. This is an MJ Morning Show podcast quick fix on Radio Influence. All right, so Fester, what, what do you think COVID nineteen stands for? Where on the hell did Thursday, you on where Thursday? On Thursday, where do you hear? Th- where do you where do you get this? I saw it on Facebook, and it was believable enough to hook me in right away. <laughs> on Thursday, I believed this with all of my soul for like four hours. That COVID nineteen stood for. Chinese originated viral infectious disease, and then 19 was like the 19th one that came from China. And I was like, <gasps> It doesn't stand That's what it stands for. That's what it th- <laughs> Chinese originated viral infectious disease. And I'm Number like, 19. Oh. Yeah. I'm like, Son of a bitch. That man. No wonder President Trump's calling it the Chinese disease. He's right. <laughs> ah. And I believe it. And then my wife looks at me. I tell her to her around dinner time. I was like, did you know that it stands for Chinese? She was like, no, it doesn't, jackass. It stands for (laughs) coronavirus disease. Virus disease. uh, And then 19 uh, is the year. It's 2019 because it was first identified in December of 2019. So that's why it has a 19 fester. I I think fester's thing is plausible. She tells me that. And the first words out of my mouth is, you're fake news. That's not what it means. <laughs> and, she's, and she's like, you jackass. And we had to go to Mr. Google. And then I was like, oh, okay, I'm sorry. Uh, but listen, our aim here, folks, is to obviously entertain, make you laugh a little bit. But we're taking the whole coronavirus thing very seriously. We've got funny stuff on the show, bizarre stuff, idiotic stuff. We have, uh, I think, some important information to deal out here. The MJ Morning Show podcast can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, the iHeartRadio app, mjmorningshow.com, and radioinfluence.com.